0: Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text to speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Think Carefully Before Calling RL Policies Agents, published by Turn Trout on June 2, 2023, on Less Wrong. I think agentic systems represent most of AI extinction risk. I want to think clearly about what training procedures produce agenic systems. Unfortunately, the field of reinforcement learning has a convention of calling its trained artifacts agents. This terminology is loaded and inappropriate for my purposes. I advocate instead calling the trained system a policy. This name is standard, accurate, and neutral. Don't assume the conclusion by calling a policy an agent. The real-world systems we want to think about and align are very large neural networks like GPT-4. These networks are trained and fine-tuned via different kinds of self-supervised and reinforcement learning. When a policy network is updated using a learning process, its parameters are changed via weight updates. Eventually, the process ends, assuming no online learning for simplicity. We are then left with a policy network for example GPT-4. To actually use the network, we need to use some sampling procedure on its logits for example top P with a given temperature. Once we fix the policy network and sampling procedure, we get a mapping from observations for example sequences of tokens like, I, love, dogs, to probability distributions over outputs for example tokens. This mapping pi is the policy. I want to carefully consider whether a trained policy will exhibit a genic cognition of various forms, including planning, goal-directedness, and situational awareness. While considering this question, we should not start calling the trained policy an agent. That's like a detective randomly calling one of the suspects criminal. I prefer just calling the trained artifact a policy. This neutrally describes the artifact's function, without connoting a genic or dangerous cognition. Of course, a policy could in fact be computed using internal planning, for example, Depth 3 heuristic search, to achieve an internally represented goal, for example, number of diamonds predicted to be present. I think it's appropriate to call that kind of computation agentic. But that designation is only appropriate after further information is discovered, for example, how the policy in fact works. There's no deep reason why trained policies are called agents. Throughout my PhD in RL theory, I accepted the idea that RL tends to create agents and supervised learning doesn't. Well-cited papers use the term agents, as do textbooks and Wikipedia. I also hadn't seen anyone give the pushback I give in this post. Question, given a fixed architecture for example a 48-layer decoder-only transformer, what kinds of learning processes are more likely to train policy networks which use internal planning? If you're like I was in early 2022, you might answer RL trains agents. But why? In what ways do PPOs weight updates tend to accumulate into a genic circuitry, while unsupervised pre-training on open web text does not? Claim, people are tempted to answer RL because the field adopted the agent terminology for reasons unrelated to the above question. Everyone keeps using the loaded terminology because no one questions it. Let's be clear. RL researchers did not deliberate carefully about the inductive biases of deep learning, and then decide that a certain family of algorithms was especially likely to train a cognition. a Researchers called policies agents as early as 1995, before the era of deep learning for example CAI, a modern approach, first edition. Does RL actually produce agents? Just because agents was chosen for reasons unrelated to agentic cognition, doesn't mean the name is inappropriate. I can think of a few pieces of evidence for RL in training agentic cognition. RL methods are often used to train networks on tasks like video games and robotics. These methods are used because they work, And these tasks seem to have an autonomous and action-directed nature. This is weak evidence of RL being appropriate for producing a genic cognition. Not strong evidence. RL allows reinforcing behavior which we couldn't have demonstrated ourselves. For example, actuating a simulated robot to perform a backflip. If we could do this ourselves and had the time to spare, we could have just provided supervised feedback. But this seems just like a question of providing training signal in more situations. Not strong evidence. Many practical RL algorithms are on policy, in that the policy's current behavior affects its future training data. This may lead to policies which chain into themselves over time. This seems related to non-myopic training objectives. I have more thoughts here, but they're still vague and heuristic. Not strong evidence. There's some empirical evidence from discovering language model behaviors with model written evaluations, which I've only skimmed. They claim to present evidence that RLHF increases for example power-seeking. I might end up finding this persuasive. Overall, I do lean towards RL as a way of tying together pre-trained cognition into a genic goal pursuit. I don't think this conclusion is slam dunk or automatic, and don't currently think RL is much more dangerous than other ways of computing weight updates. I'm still trying to roll back the invalid updates I made due to the RL field's inappropriate agents terminology. My current guesses here should be taken strictly separately from the main point of the post. Conclusions. Use neutral. Non loaded terminology like policy instead of agent. Unless you have specific reason to think the policy is agentic. Yes, it'll be hard to kick the habit. I've been working on it for about a month. Strongly downweight the memes around RL creating agents. RLHF boosts agentic cognition seems like a contingent empirical fact, and not trivially deducible from PPO as an RL algorithm. Even if RLHF in fact boosts agentic cognition, you've probably over updated towards this conclusion due to loaded terminology. However, only using unsupervised pre-training doesn't mean you're safe. E.g. Base GPT-5 can totally seek power, whether or not some humans researchers in the 1970s decided to call their trained artifacts agents or not. Thanks to Bot for clarifying the distinction between policies and policy networks. Appendix, other bad RL terminology. Reward, bad, greater than reinforcement, better reward has absurd and inappropriate pleasurable connotations which suggest that the agent policy will seek out this rewarding quantity. Who could resist? I recently wrote. As I pointed out and reward is not the optimization target, reward functions serve the mechanistic function of providing policy gradients. I don't think that reward functions are a good formalism for talking about goals in the above regime. I think alluding to them as goals invites muddy thinking, both in ourselves and in junior researchers. I will now explain why I think so there are reward functions a bad name in my opinion which in common practice facilitate the reinforcement learning process via policy gradients for example reinforce or even actor critic approaches like ppo via the advantage equation i provisionally advocate calling these reinforcement functions instead this name is more accurate and also avoids the absurd pleasurable connotations of reward the downside is that reinforcement function is non-standard and must be explained personally i think this is often worth the cost I advocate maintaining strict terminological boundaries between two different parts of the learning process. The reinforcement learning training process is facilitated by scalar signals from a reinforcement function. This is not a goal. This is a tool which helps update the policy. The trained policy network may be well described as having certain internally represented objectives. These are goals. For example, given a certain activation is sufficiently positive in a convolutional policy network, the network navigates to that part of the maze. I'd call that a partial encoding of a goal in the network. The network may make decisions in order to maximize the summed-over-time-discounted reinforcement. Or it may make decisions in some other way. For example, I think that human values are not well described as reinforcement optimization, nor are the maze-solving policies from the goal misgeneralization paper. Referring to reinforcement functions as goals blurs this conceptual boundary. While I expect you to correctly reason about this issue if brought up explicitly, often this question is not brought up explicitly e.g. hearing a colleague say reward function may trigger learned connotations of that's representing the intended goal and reward is desirable, which subconsciously guide your expectations towards the AI optimizes for the reward function. Even if, in fact, AIs do tend to optimize for their reward functions, these ingrained goal-related connotations inappropriately influence one's reasoning process. Separating these concerns helps me think more clearly about RL. Optimal Policy, Greater Than Reinforcement Maximizing Policy Saying optimal makes the policy sound good and smart, and suggests that the reinforcement function is something which should be optimized over. As I discussed in the reward subsection, that's muddying and misleading. In my internal language, optimal policy translates to reinforcement maximizing policy. I will probably adopt this for some communication. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.